Hey, welcome back, and thanks for tuning in to the How to Life podcast. Hello again. I'm Dr. Laura Jagged, your host, and you're listening to episode 81. I have a question for you. Have you ever gone into a discussion full of purpose and determination only to have it go nowhere because it became a push and pull rather than a give and take? Communication is a challenge for so many people, and one of the main reasons it often breaks down is because people want to be right no matter the cost. When you go into a conversation so sure of your rightness, you're not in the frame of mind to listen, receive the other's point of view or contribution, and you end up going in circles and wasting your breath. This mentality derails and sabotages so many good ideas and resolutions. If you recognize this happens to you, you made the right choice to listen to this episode today. As with all the shows on the How to Life podcast, so much can be gained by simply being aware that you could use some improved skills in certain areas. Michael Gerhards is a communication coach who helps people refine their message and be seen and heard by their audience. He's here today to explain how resolution can be reached if you go into a conversation with the mindset of getting it right rather than being right. He's going to offer some tips on how to get your point across, be heard, and be receptive to the listener as well so that you can end up with a mutually respectful resolution where both parties win. Communication is a skill that can be learned and mastered. Listen in as Dr. Gerhars tells you how to communicate with others respectfully, gracefully, and successfully. Hi, Michael. Thank you so much for being on the How to Life podcast. I'm very appreciative that you decided to come and talk with us today. Hello, Laura. It's a pleasure to be here. You are a communications coach, among other things, yes? I am, yeah. Probably an unusual one because I'm also a computer scientist from my education. So, Well, tell us a little bit more about you and how it came to be. It came to be because at some point I was super frustrated about all the great ideas that have been thrown into a trash bin because they weren't communicated properly. Imagine there's a conference with a hall full of brilliant people and someone speaks to them about their new brilliant finding. And although everyone in the room is an expert, nobody gets the idea. And so it's just dismissed. And so I thought there must be a better way. And I started looking around and reading books and blogs and things about communication. And I started to do things differently. Too much resistance because the research community is a rather conservative breed that just feels like this is the way that it's supposed to be. It is serious, so it must feel serious. And so you just can't deviate much from these bullet points overloaded PowerPoint slide. And so I started writing a blog and out of that blog came first bookings. And for, I think, 10 years now, I'm doing that professionally, helping people who have an important story to tell, find the words that get them the impact and influence that they deserve. Well, communication, it's an art and it's a skill. You alluded a little bit to how it breaks down. People don't understand, so it just gets dismissed. Is that the number one reason it breaks down because of people not understanding it? Or is ego involved a little bit? People don't want to understand it? I think if you boil that down, 
you can observe kind of three questions that you need to answer in, in any occasion, whether it's a conversation, whether it's a talk, whether it's a website or even a movie or a book that you read. On the receiving end of that communication, you want three questions answered. And if one or, or even more of those fail to be answered properly, then communication will fail. And these questions are, first of all, oh, really? Can that really be true? Can I believe that? Was the fish really that big or did it grow on the way home? Second is, huh? What do you mean? How can I understand that better? I don't even get your point. And then the third and often the most important one is, so what? Why is that relevant? And so if, if there is not a proper answer to that one, it doesn't help that I speak the truth and that I speak with the utmost clarity. If I don't get why that's relevant for me, I just might dismiss and switch to the next conversation. You talk about getting it right versus being right. Oftentimes, the need to be right can sort of derail a conversation. How does that happen? Why is that? When you are stuck in your view of things that are totally clear to you, then that might very quickly lead to that. And let me give you a very simple example. Let's suppose the two of us have one lemon, and I need part of that lemon to bake that lemon cake. But you say you need all of the lemon to make the lemonade. And so, in fact, there is a solution that satisfies both of us because you only need the juice and I need the peel. The problem with communicating can be both the listener as well as the communicator. Is that correct? That's often the case. You obviously need both. How can I ensure that my conversation partner gets what I mean? And, and on the other side, on the receiving side, really try to, to do the best I can to take their perspective. How, what, how do they mean what they say? How can you as a communicator communicate our thoughts better? By taking the receiving side into account. The default mode for communication is that I have a bunch of things to say, and when I've said that, you're supposed to agree with me. And so the most important step that you can take towards improving your communication in the sense that others get you better is to take that into account. There's even a word for that. Psychologists use the term of curse of knowledge. The better you know something, the harder it gets to speak about that thing in simple terms, because everything seems so clear to you. It's in fact quite hard to put ourselves into other people's shoes, but it's essential if our goal is to be understood rather than to just transmit our message. There are writing coaches and other coaches that say the way to own what you want to say is to write it out, to script it to say it to yourself in the mirror so clearly that your point comes through very efficiently and very concisely. Do you think that's a good idea as well? Writing things down or speaking them out loud is a great tool to actually commit to a way of saying things. Is that really what I wanted to say? Does that feel right? Does that sit right with me? Or is there something slightly off? And then I can dig deeper in what, what triggers that feeling uh, and probably refine my messaging. 
when you're trying to communicate something, do you think about answering the three questions that you had previously mentioned? The oh, really? The huh? And the so what? Do you try to answer that for yourself so that you can communicate it better to your listener? Yeah. And I encourage you to do the same. It, it's a really simple process. Reduce the complexity of what you want to say to the extreme. Ask yourself if there's only one thing I could say, what would that be? This reduces a lot of the complexity of what we say, and it allows us to ask exactly those questions. And so step by step, I increase that story until I arrive at something which naturally answers those questions positively. You start by doing work that matters. You start by wanting to tell the truth. And if you do that, well, then that that first question often takes care of itself. How can the listener be better at listening? How do you go into a conversation? First of all, listen till the end and really try to understand what that person says and then start to think about how to respond. But you have to want to understand the conversation. I'm thinking about, let's say, something personal where there are emotions involved And the topic here is getting it right versus being right. You know, if there are emotions involved, both people want to be right. And I think they automatically go into a conversation with, I don't want to hear anything you have to say because I know that I'm right and I want you to see that I'm right. So what's the best thing for resolution? What sort of mindset, what sort of emotion do you need to have to do that? I feel like a good tool is to take that question, what the hell is going on with you, and turn it into a genuine question. So really, what's going on here? Why is she not getting me? Because rule number one in communication kicks in here, which is that the audience is always right, or that my conversation partner is always right, which means that if she didn't get it, then I should take responsibility for the fact that she didn't get what I wanted to say. And so taking that stance that I am responsible for what the other understand when I say something is the first step into making a more constructive approach to conversations. And also as the communicator, maybe listen, what didn't you understand? Where did it break down for you? How can I say it differently so that you can see my point? Yeah. But of course there might just not be common ground and that This conversation is just not leading anywhere. So it might also be a valid resolution to just stop that conversation at that point and probably continue it when we are in a different mood, in a better mood, hopefully, or when we have collected more data so that we can take that conversation on a different level at a later point in time. Great advice. Take a time out if it's not going anywhere because you're just going to waste effort, emotion, and miscommunication. People may take it wrong. You deal with people communicating their message to a market, but this can also apply to talking to your child or talking to your partner, or if you're a teacher, talking to your students. So to go into a conversation or where you have to receive information, what sort of mindset is the best to be in? Let's say you want to, you're angry. That's probably not the best time to go into a conversation. How do you cool down and get yourself in the perfect mode to receive and then also to give? 
I think a great posture is to just take a conversation as an opportunity to grow and to learn something. I would say going into a presentation or going into a classroom or going into a conversation, a personal conversation, you want to be open. You want to be receptive. You want to be respectful of the other person. How do you deal with someone who's coming at you in a negative way? To have the intention of reaching some sort of understanding, if that is your goal, how do you soften the other side so that that goal can be achieved? That certainly is often one of the most difficult situations that you can find yourself in because if you're not used to these situations, which you probably aren't if you are not a professional speaker or professional politician or something like that. However, it pays to start with empathy. Ask yourself, why is that person so mad at you? What makes them so angry? And you'll discover that more often than not, this has something to do with status, that they somehow feel a threat to their status. The best thing that you can do is help them rise that status. Although it might feel satisfying in the moment, the worst thing that you can do is put them even further down and win that argument. Try to think of ways how to raise their status so that they can feel seen and heard and then try to find a resolution from that perspective. That's being respectful, getting it right versus being right. Exactly. What are some tips that you can give us to get it right as, as much as possible when we're communicating? Probably the most important thing is to start with empathy, to start with seeing the others. I mean, you don't communicate for yourself. You know already everything that you're going to tell me. Really, the reason that we are having that conversation is because you want me to see something that I haven't seen quite that way before. And so the best thing that you can do is to ask yourself, what could be the things that I struggle with understanding? And then stay curious from there, not insist that this must be the way that I see things, that that's right. Seeing a conversation, not as a one-way street, but as an interaction. You can see from my face whether I get you or not, whether that troubles me or not. And if I ask a question, it might just be a genuine question, not to shoot at you, but it might be just a genuine question. What do you mean? And then probably third is to ask more questions than you give answers. Often a more satisfying position to be in is to be able to figure a couple of things out for themselves. And questions are a very powerful tool to do just that, to not get into a position where I tell you what's right, but I help you see things from my perspective so that you are in a position to figure out those things for yourself. And then when we, at the end, we discover that both of us arrived at the same conclusions, that is a very satisfying result of a conversation. Tell us again how we can find you and your websites, what you have to offer. So you can find me at my uh, site, michaelgerhards.com. That's G-E-R-H-A-R-Z, one word, michaelgerhards.com. Feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, on Twitter or Instagram. If you are interested in digging a little bit deeper on the topics that we covered, so how to get it right with your communication, there is a special offer for listeners to this podcast. And then just head over to michaelgerhards.com slash howtolife. And you'll find a short email series that 
guide you through a couple of questions that help you to reflect upon the ways that you communicate. And if you really want to dig deep, there's a masterclass called Leaders Light the Path that I encourage you to check out, which is really digging deep into how to craft your message so that it gets you the impact and influence that you deserve. Thank you very much for joining me today, Michael. I appreciate your time and this conversation. It's been a real pleasure. Thanks, Laura. Intrigued? Please go to Michael's website for his free offer of more tips and information to get it right with your communication at michaelgerhars.com slash howtolife. I will post this link plus all of his contact information in the show notes for this episode howtolife.com slash 081. Another great podcast episode that talks about effective communication in the workplace is available for you to listen to as well. Check out my interview with Karen Brown Tyson at howtolife.com slash 069. That link will also be in the show notes. I would love to hear your feedback. You can contact me through my website, howtolife.com. Take a look and see all the content that I've created to help you learn how to be your best self and adult like a boss. Thank you so much for listening in today. Before you leave, if you would hit that five-star rating button on Apple Podcasts in support of this show, I would appreciate that very much. We are gaining more and more momentum, and that will definitely help this show reach others. Goodbye for now, everyone. Remember, getting it right is so much better than being right. Give it a try. Win friends and influence people by the thoughtful words and attitude you choose when speaking with others. You're on the right path. You got this.